for me having the freedom and the control of my own online bookshop is really important. I'm wanting to write, I'm wanting my writing to sell and be an asset that makes money over the months, the years and the decades to come. Hello, thank you for tuning in to Diary of an Indie Writer today. I hope you're doing well. This is my audio diary where I'm sharing the things I'm learning and experiencing as my journey as an independent writer unfolds. Just under a month ago, as I record this, I hit a pretty significant milestone in my writing journey. Perhaps the most significant one to date, in fact. I became an independent author. That's right, after plugging away at it for three years, I released my debut book in paperback. A couple of episodes a couple of episodes ago, you can find me talking about the year-long journey I went on with taking the indie author from ebook to physical book. In this recording, I thought I'd share the approach that I'm taking to sell and distribute the book. More specifically, I'm going to talk about bookshops, I'm going to talk about Shopify, about Amazon, and about why I've chosen to take what I'm calling a direct first approach to selling my book, but one that still involves partnering with and selling in more traditional places, if you like. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And a couple of things that it feels important to share before we get started. This approach that I'm sharing is simply my approach. There's no right or wrong way to go about selling your book. So please bear that in mind. In addition, this isn't a recording about self-publishing versus traditional publishing or anything like that. There are plenty of resources out there that go into that whole conversation and way up the two. What I'm hoping to do today instead is more share the approach that I want to take as an independent author and why I think it's important for all of us who are authors or who aspire to be authors, to be both creatively minded and business minded. Both of those hats, creative and business, are of equal and great importance. If you're listening to this recording, I'm assuming that you're someone who wishes to write and make money from your writing, or you're someone who otherwise has an interest in that. So, yeah, this is my approach that I'm sharing. There are many approaches that you can take, and I don't think that there are any right or wrong approaches, so to speak. If I were to sum it up, this is the approach that I'm choosing to take that is, at this moment in time, most aligned with my values and with my goals. I think that ultimately, Everyone simply needs to choose whichever approach is best for them. All right, so with that being said, let's get into the meat and the bones of today's recording. When I launched my book 
in paperback in December, I announced the release on my newsletter and on this podcast, and I directed folks to the link for the book to check it out and purchase a copy if they wished to. And that link that I shared was a link to my online bookshop that I've set up using Shopify. There are other places you can choose to sell aside from Shopify. For example, you have Wix, which is a popular platform choice for creatives, but I decided to go with Shopify. And I also partnered with an independent printer based in the UK to print and ship the orders that I receive through my online bookshop. I've called my online bookshop the Indie Writer Bookshop, perhaps not so surprising. And it's pretty special to be able to say that I'm an author and I have a little bookshop where I'm selling my book. Honestly, the little kid inside of me is very giddy when I say those words out loud. I wanted to sell on my own online bookshop as an independent writer, as an independent creative, someone who feels strongly about my work and wanting to have complete control over my work, having this online bookshop was very important to me. And so that's why I wanted to sell my book direct. Because selling direct means a couple of important things in particular, which I'm gonna take you through. To start with, you know where your customers have come from and you have an opportunity to build a relationship with them and build your brand over time. So that's the first tick. You also receive a higher percentage of the book sales. When you sell via a third party of any kind, they will typically take a cut of each book sale, that's normally a percentage or a fixed amount. And so, yeah, you receive a higher percentage of your book that you're selling. So that's another tick. And thirdly, you get paid almost instantly, or certainly pretty quickly. For orders that are made through an online store, you get paid in the space of a few hours or a few days rather than the weeks or even months when it comes to sales that are made from the big online retailers or bookshop chains. So another tick for selling direct. Okay. So to sum up, when you sell direct, let's, I'm gonna sum up and I'm gonna also just give a little bit more context as well. So I talked about knowing where your customers are coming from in that first point. You know where your customers are coming from and you have an opportunity to build a relationship with them. Your customers will typically order with an email address and you'll know where in the world they are, where they're ordering from. You've got to, you've got to ship somewhere and so for my Shopify orders, uh, I, yeah, I get to see all the different countries that my customers are ordering from, in addition to addresses that are provided for the book to be shipped to. And so you get meaningful information about your customer that lets you build your brand over time. There is such 
power in having an email list and being able to have a direct relationship with your customers, with your fans over email. In fact, it's so important and so significant, I could do a whole separate recording to talk about the power of uh, having an email list as independent writers and creatives. Um, and I will probably, uh, I'll probably record, um, I'll probably record an episode on that at some point. And by selling direct, I then talked about not only not only do you receive a higher percentage of each of the books that you sell, but you also get paid more quickly in hours or days. I've experienced this myself, and even in some cases in minutes. On the other hand, with Amazon, for example, where I'm still planning to sell my book, more on that to come, with Amazon, your royalties get paid 60 days after the end of the month. And as well as that, Amazon will, of course, take a cut of each sale. Right now, for paperback books, Amazon takes 60% of the list price. And for ebooks, Amazon takes either 35% or 70%, depending on whether you choose to list your ebook exclusively with Amazon or not. So they'll take a percentage. And whilst Amazon, of course, operates all across the world at this point, and they've got a very smooth order and delivery process for a customer, you have very little information about purchases that are made when you sell through Amazon. When you log into your Amazon KDP dashboard, you see numbers and you see countries and you see um, there's a graph. And that's pretty much it. In other words, you don't know who that customer is and you don't have any opportunity to build a relationship with them. And so you'll see that when we're comparing selling your book direct versus through one of the big publishing platforms like Amazon or Ingram Spark, these are both popular and reputable platforms that have their advantages, there's a significant difference in the percentage of each sale that you receive when you're comparing selling your book direct through one of the big publishing platforms. There's a significant difference in the percentage of the sale, like I've just mentioned, when you are paid for that sale and your ability to build a relationship with the customers who buy your book. And I'm going to say that again, because this is really important. When it comes to selling your book direct versus selling your book through one of the big publishing platforms, there's a significant difference in the percentage of the sale that you receive when you are paid for that sale and your ability to build a relationship with the customers who choose to buy your book. For me, having the freedom and the control of my own online bookshop is really important. I'm wanting to write, I'm wanting my writing to sell and be an asset that makes money over the months, the years, and the decades to come. Okay, 
So, so far I've covered why I've chosen to sell directly and the advantages that come with that. And earlier I referred to the approach that I'm taking as a direct first approach. So let's go into that. Direct first approach. It isn't, and there's a distinction here, a direct only approach. In other words, I am committed to building my online bookshop for the reasons that I've mentioned, but I'm also planning to sell and distribute the indie author and future books that I write in other places. Right now, my ebook is selling on Amazon like it has been for over a year now. And I'm currently in the process of setting up my paperback book, the paperback version of the indie author on Amazon too. I'm also looking at Ingram Spark, which provides distribution opportunities to bookshops and libraries over in the United States. And I've started to get the ball rolling with distribution in UK based bookshops. For example, in the last newsletter that I shared with my email subscribers just this weekend, I shared that I've been speaking to my local branch of Waterstones and I'm currently going through the process to stock my book in there and in other branches of Waterstones. If you're not from the UK, Waterstones is like our equivalent of Barnes & Noble in the US. They're one of the big bookstore chains in the UK. So I'd like to sell my book in different places, big, medium and small, both online and in the physical world. And this is why I'm choosing to sell my book direct, but I also would like it to be available in other places like some of the ones that I've just mentioned. And that's why a it's called a direct first approach and hopefully you now understand the distinction between direct first or direct only. If I was direct only, I'd be well, in effect, I'd be saying I'm only selling through my online shop. And that's, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm doing. I am, I've decided that the best thing for me and my values and my goals is a direct first approach. One where I have my own online store, but I also would like to utilize the reach and the distribution of the uh, of the the buildings of the businesses that exist in the world both online and in the physical world okay so to bring it all together that's why I'm taking this approach I've chosen to sell my book on my own online store but as an independent writer as someone who wants to write who wants to sell my books and who wants my books to be a long-term asset that sell and make money over the years to come that is why with the indie author my debut book i've chosen to take this direct first approach okay i hope you've enjoyed listening today and have taken something from this recording i also have to say that Many, many hours of research and conversations have led to the understanding that I currently possess of the world of publishing and book distribution and 
some of the things I've talked about today. And I certainly don't know everything. I'm continuing to learn myself. Um, so yeah, this is uh, this is where I'm currently at, and um, I was pleased to yeah pleased to share my approach with you today, and uh, hopefully you've you've taken something from that. If you have any questions or comments that you'd like to share, I'd love to hear them. You can write to me uh, on email at jazz, J-A-S, at indiewriter.net. I also mentioned my monthly newsletters earlier, and you can receive those by visiting indiewriter.net forward slash letters. Thank you for listening to my audio diary, and I hope to see you back here soon. Bye for now.